All right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. Um, want to thank you for uh, joining us today. Hey, you know what? We are going to be ramping up here on our podcast feed. We're going to be doing a little bit more interviews here um, and not as much video for the for the next couple of weeks anyway. Because um, in case you haven't heard, Bible News Radio has been thrown off YouTube permanently and uh, and it's way easier to do an audio show. So I uh, am doing that today and today we're gonna we're gonna talk to uh, Pastor Bob Thibodeau, <laughs> who I just actually had the blessing of being on his show. He is uh, he's the host of uh, he has a website ministry called Podcasters for Christ. You can go to podcastersforchrist.com. He also has Evangelism Radio, Faithcasters, Kingdom Roads podcast. Uh, he trains people on how to do podcasting. Um, and, you know, his heart is really similar to mine in that, you know, he's trying to get the word out, right? And when we have people like um, YouTube and Twitter and all these other places that are banning us, you know, the way I look at it, we can go, you know, we just keep going different directions, right? And so, uh, so like I said, you know, we started our ministry so many years ago as podcasts only. And so we're going to kind of return to those roots a little bit. And we will be doing more shows over on Rumble. So you don't forget, you can go over to Rumble and uh, actually don't, don't go there yet. Go over to hearttug.org, go there, and then we'll have links to the other places that, um, that uh, we can do. So I want to ask Bob to unmute here and, and welcome you to the show, sir. Thank you so much for being my guest this time. Kind of cool to, to have you on the show. I had to mute you, but you have to unmute yourself now. In the world of radio, we have dead silence. Yeah, we do. But while Bob is waiting to unmute and get back with us here, <laughs> uh, I got to tell you guys something, you know, it, it, it is funny to me that the enemy um, is, is trying to silence the gospel. You know what I mean? I mean, he could, he could, uh, you know, I had somebody contact me and they said, um, why did you get banned from YouTube? And I said, well, I got banned because I'm biblical. That's why. So, all right, Bob, I think you're on now. So welcome to the show. Uh, technology. That's okay. <laughs> Glad you're here. Welcome. Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate it. This is great. <laughs> so tell everybody a little bit about who you are, you know, because I, you know, they don't know who you are unless they actually listen to my interview right. on your show, which was fun to do so far. The best one I've had so far. Amen. Well, Pastor Bob Thibodeau uh, had a varied background. I was in the military for 12 years uh, and had my own business for seven years. Then I became a police officer. That's where I retired from uh, in 2011, but wasn't under uh, my choosing. Uh, I was involved in an on-duty accident and, and had to go through several surgeries and all that. And they decided that uh, that I had to retire. So here I am, you know, 40, well, about 50 years old and looking at starting over and I'd been called in the ministry in 1995. So I've you know done all that. And, and so I was like, Lord, what is it you want me to do? And it was just so clear immediately said, begin a weekly 30 minute online radio program. Now I had no clue what that meant. 
know, I was not technically inclined at all. I had to have help checking email at work. And, uh, but here he wants me to start a radio show. And so I was recovering from a surgery. didn't know what to do. So I just went to the great savior, Google and, uh, <laughs> Googled how to start my own radio program. And it started off on a flip cell phone on a free website. Cause I didn't even have a website. I mean, this is how brand new I was to this venue. And, and, you know, started getting a following. I mean, it sounded like I was on a flip cell phone on a free website, but uh, started getting a following. It's like, wow, this is kind of cool. And about six months into that, got approached by a AM Christian AM radio station conglomerate that said, "Hey, we heard your podcast." I didn't know what a podcast was, and uh, he said, "Well, we think you'd be a good fit for our Christian audience. We'd like to be on nationwide Christian radio, AM radio." I'm thinking, "Oh yeah, this is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in my eyes." And uh, I say, this is what the Lord has planned for me. Yeah, absolutely. And then I had to, I learned, you know, I had had to, to pay for it. Just right. you know, little things you learn as you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was on four major markets. And uh, the, the retirement process for our department was about 18 months long at the time for medical retirement. So I said, okay, I'll do a one-year contract. I was on four major markets. And about six months into that, I got a letter in the mail one day. It said, congratulations on your retirement. Now you're living on half the income. Uh, so I still had that big radio budget. So I knew I wasn't going to continue with that uh, and renew it. I'd follow the contract, but I wasn't going to renew it. And about that time, the Lord put on my heart to begin our own online Christian radio station. And the command was to make it so affordable, no pastor could say they couldn't do it. And I say, well, again, I have no clue. He gave me a list of uh, basically 10 things. I call it my Ten Commandments for what the radio station was supposed to do. And it really centered around operating as a traditional secular radio station where you can have people come in. They can call in via remotes and do live broadcast, have pre-recorded programming, all that. No clue what this meant. So, again, I went back to the great savior Google to find somebody I could pattern myself after. And nobody, nobody was doing I could find not even one station to try and pattern what the Lord had wanted me to do. My son-in-law, he worked for Apple at the time. He's our IT guy. He said, well, let's build it. So we started with our own platform. It took us about six months to build it and test it and, and search things out. And we launched October 4th, 2010. We've been going, uh, Evangelism Radio has been going 24-7 ever since. We started with one broadcaster, which was me. Uh, started one listener, which was me. And now we have listeners in 100, and I think the last count was 167 nations, all 50 states. Uh, at one point in time, we were rated as the number one online Christian radio station in the world. And uh, that's kind of what I do on a full-time basis. We've got 46, 47 broadcasters, some major ministries, you know, John MacArthur, Michael Brown, some of them uh, that send us files every week and, and as well. But we cater to the smaller churches smaller pastors and smaller ministries and help them. Our mission statement is to get the word out. And that's what we help them do. That's, that's our sole mission is to help people get the word out uh, into all the earth. And uh, the podcast that you were on, the Kingdom Crossroads podcast, was an outgrowth of that. Uh, and we've been going, the podcast is now January of 2023. We'll begin week, uh, not week number, but year number five. And we're at about 1,200 episodes right now, uh, a little over 900 interviews at that point, that time. So not as many as you, but uh, we're, we're trying to catch up as fast as we can. 
That's pretty much what I do on a full-time basis. Good for you. That's that's really good. I remember when we started our uh, our ministry, our motto was we help you spread the word. That's what we do. <laughs> so yours is very yeah, simple. Right. So, okay. So let's talk about some news, right? Because I don't want um, this whole podcast just to be about like what we do as far as the ministry. Let's talk about some news. Yesterday, of course, Amen. everybody, he's, Bob's being on the hot seat here. He doesn't know anything. I'm going to ask him. But yesterday, the president, uh, uh, President Joe Biden, uh, signed into law the the Defense of Marriage Act. I don't know if you happened to see that. Did mm-hmm. you happen to see yep, it? I did. Yeah, yeah I did. did. You have any thoughts about that? Because I have a lot. <laughs> well, uh, let's just say things aren't going to go well for the United States. Uh, the you know, and what's amazing to me. If you think back to when Bill Clinton was president mm-hmm. and they came out with that uh, uh, institution, uh, you know, the, the was civil union, you know, they said, OK, well, we'll provide you the civil unions and, and, and all that, because Bill Clinton, the president of the United States, told the line and said, I firmly believe that marriage is a divine appointment between one man and one woman. And we can't cross that line. Although he granted his base okay well but i'll still let you have your your same-sex civil unions but we're not going to call it marriage right and my how time has changed for the liberals and uh and you know the president we read throughout the bible that kings are appointed by god right i believe that joe biden has been appointed by God for this day and this hour in order to affect coming of the Lord Jesus Christ because he has just turned a Christian nation completely on its head. And, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was going to say that you're, you're right. You know, I mean, I don't like to think about it, but you know, the Bible does talk about how he puts people in power. Right. And I will tell yeah. you that Yesterday, I went over to C-SPAN, and by the way, everybody, if you want to watch this, you can go to cspan.org, and you can find the video of this, and you can watch exactly what happened, but what I was shocked by, um, oh, I can't say I was shocked, because I'm, you know, <laughs> I guess I'm beyond shocked, <laughs> just having, you know, lost my whole YouTube channel, yeah. but I, what I will say is that they had, um, you know, there was Chuck Schumer, who spoke, who said that he has a lesbian daughter. Uh, Nancy Pelosi spoke. Of course, you know, we all, we know about her, um, you know, and then there was Diane Feinstein. She was in the background. There was, um, of course, the president and which the gloating was just crazy. Then they mm-hmm. highlighted this lesbian couple that was part of the original lawsuit in Massachusetts, which by the way, Mitt Romney, put homosexual marriage into law there mm-hmm. and yep. um but but the thing that really blew me away bob is that president biden invited pedophiles to the white house to witness this and there were drag mm-hmm. queens in full dress up garb at that event in fact if you ever go to libs of, libs of tiktok um these people were <laughs> just just out 
And I and then mm -hmm. also, I don't know if you saw this, but they also then lit the White House up with rainbow colors. Um, of course. They were playing yeah. some deviant and they were playing some deviant music that was sexualized. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the C-SPAN feed, it's about an hour and a half. You can hear it, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And and of course, Pastor Jack Hibbs, he was on Twitter yesterday. He was talking about it. And, you know, um, you know, he basically was saying, look, you know what? Basically, um, we're hastening God's judgment. And I know you just said that. Yeah. But how do we wake up a church? Because honestly, I mean, I will tell you, I've had people contact me who should know better. Right. And I'm just saying that because mm -hmm. they really shouldn't. Well, why did they throw you off YouTube? And I'm like, because I'm mm -hmm. biblical. That's why. Because I talk about this yeah. stuff. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've been, you know, had my, uh, you know, strike one and strike two given, you know, and <laughs> that was within the past month or so. And, uh, you know, and I'm in the same boat. You can do whatever you want. I am not compromising the word of God. You know? <laughs> that's, right? that's a a line in the sand right there you know i don't care who i offend or anything i mean and i've said this before you know i'd rather answer to god how instead of answering to you put it like right. that you know and uh you know, uh, yeah i'm right there with you because it's just how do you wake up a church though you know, like, how do you wake up the sleepy saints who are like i don't want to be a part of this battle i actually had somebody on facebook she's a fellow broadcaster um, and she's like, oh, I talk about, she said, this what quote, this was, she said, she said, I avoid the sensitive topics because I don't want, you know, I don't yeah. want to get in trouble. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is a biblical Lukewarm. topic. Lukewarm. <laughs> Lukewarm. Yeah. What Jesus say he's going to do? Spit them out of mouth. Spew them out, you know? And uh, so, I mean, that's, you know, this is not the day nor hour or we can just be lukewarm. He said, it'd be either hot or cold, make up your mind. You know? And uh, and as far as answering the question about, you know, shaking up the church, unfortunately, you have a lot of lukewarm pastors who are more concerned about filling the pews because that equals filling the coffers right. than they do filling heaven with souls. You know, now they'll never admit that. They'll, you know, oh, no, 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 no. But yet they don't want to come together. I mean, just think back in 1961, 62 with uh, Madeline O'Hare, mm -hmm. you know, if the churches would have gathered together and just protested and said, we will not allow this to happen. You know, it doesn't care. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. No. We're not going to do it, and we'll go into the churches and or go into the schools and pray, you know, and all this. I, I can remember my second grade and third grade teachers led us in prayer at the beginning every day. You know, they had the Bible sitting right there, and while we were doing studies and you know assignment stuff, she'd be reading the Bible. You know, my third grade teacher. She was my third grade teacher was my Sunday school teacher. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. But you don't have that today. And, you know, the, you know oh, and just this like fingernails on a chalkboard for me, you know, because I get, it, it well, gets my ire up. It really yeah, does. 
Well, and you know, here's the other thing too that Biden talked about yesterday. He actually talked about how um, he called the Supreme Court far right and he talked about how they overturned Roe v. Wade, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they were masking everything in the terms of, you know, this is all about love and who you can love, right? And 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 then they invoked like Pelosi. She likes to invoke God bless America. And I'm like, okay, well, let's yeah. look, let's look at California and how blessed it is by by God, because <laughs> nope. the Bible says that if and I actually just read this, right? I read it. I think it's in Hebrews. Um, the Bible says that if the ground is fallow and dry, you're pretty much being judged by God. And yeah, if it doesn't produce fruit and if you know it isn't luscious, then you're you know, you're being judged by God. So <laughs> well, I absolutely believe that she believes that she is invoking God's blessing on America. Ugh. The question is, who is your God? Right. Because they're not serving the Christian God. Right. If, if a reporter had the gumption to say, you said God bless America, what God are you talking about? I can guarantee her words would be something to the effect of, well, whoever you think God is. You know, Muslim, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guarantee that would be, she would frame it in some sort of, and every liberal would, in some sort of fashion that would make it so generic. I mean, you could be their God. You know, I mean, it, you, you know what I mean? It, it's just... Yeah. So when she says, God bless America, she's, you know, all hail Satan type thing. Let's <laughs> uh, so, well, not so, hail Satan. Know, who is the God of America? And, uh, you know, right now, the God over America is saying, as in the days of Noah, so shall the end be. You know, and we see it happening right now. Right, which then... Begged, in the days of yeah and you know you probably know this but in case you don't you probably do you know there are some jewish um writers in, in the i believe it was in the talmud that actually said one of the signs um in the days of noah was the legalization of homosexual marriage in their culture yeah mm-hmm. and yep. so it's like you know we never here it is oh yeah i mean it's it's ridiculous because it, it you know i had some people you know, they were talking about, oh, how horrible this was, and Biden, all these people are horrible. And I'm like, you know what? It's not them. It's every single congressperson and person in the House, um, you know, mm-hmm. that voted for this. They're all wicked, too, yep. in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So there is no way a Christian could support this. Right. A true Christian. I mean, it, you know, it, it, that, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen, you know. And, and I don't care, you know, I, I've talked to a couple of politicians and that I, I had the chance to uh, talk to Vice President Pence when he was a congressman, hmm. you see. Uh, we went to a, a Kenneth Copeland convention. I was a good friend of mine, worked for Kenneth Copeland Ministries. So when they were coming out to D.C., I went down, met him for dinner and stuff. And, and he took me, you know, I was, you know, had back stage access and all this other stuff. And they were interviewing uh, Congressman Pence at the time on their program. So I got to spend the evening with him. And, uh, you know, and he's like, I don't care. You know, my Christian faith is first and foremost to me. He said, and I don't care what the law is. 
you know, if it's coming up and it goes against biblical principles, I'm going to vote against it. And I don't care if it costs me an election. I answer to God more than I answer to man. And, uh, you know, that that needs to be the attitude. But unfortunately, as we can see, it's not. Far cry from it. And I would say that Mike Pence kind of made some huge errors with a lot of people because he didn't sure. defend Trump. Um, and yeah, I, at the same time, I I would say that his wife, I believe his wife is a therapist, isn't she? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't I think she is. I think she's um, I think she's a therapist that does work with homosexuality, which is part of the reason why the homosexual community hates him so much. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it it is. Um, yeah, it it is very interesting. So, so this teaches us. And the entire four years, you know, you talk about President Trump. The entire four years that he was president, I said at the beginning, if if you stop and remember, the night that it was declared he won the election and Hillary lost, right? I was talking to. I can't remember who. I want to say Michael Brown, but it might not. It may have been someone else. I can't remember right now because it's so long ago. But he said that the the Lord had shown him that the election was going to be known as what? How did that happen? He said that was going to be the phrase. And the next morning after the election, what was the entire liberal media say? What? How did that happen? <laughs> you know? And that told me right there, that was appointed by God. It's the only way it happened. And, and again, go back, God appoints the, the kings and sets up kings and takes down kings. And I said from that day forward, this was America's last chance mm. that God allowed Trump to try and fix America. So <laughs> if America rejected it, then that's it. That's the end. And now we see where we're at. Yeah. Well, you know, my wife and I. Oh, go ahead. We're just, you know, we, our, grand, our grandkids will ask us, you know, Papa, what do you think about all this stuff that's happening? You know what? I said, get ready because our days are numbered. It's, it's, it's wrapping up quick. I'm, I'm not going to set a date and say, watch what happens on July 1st or nothing like that. But, but we couldn't, you know, I, I don't know if we were, uh, you can look at, like, I believe in the rapture, mm-hmm. but there are also Christians that believe that you have to at least go for, through the first three and a half years of the tribulation, right? Well, right. I'm like, I'd rather have my first ticket out of here and miss all the trouble, but if I got to stay, that's why I'm still not going to compromise the word of God. I'm not going to go against it, but either way, this thing's wrapping up, and I if if this is the beginning of the tribulation i believe we're you know in a baseball game how they introduce the players and they come out on the chalk lines yeah i think if we are entering that seven year period we are just finishing up the introduction of the players yeah it's you know that close i I, I believe i'm believing for the rapture yeah i think you know what i kind of think is i think that um obviously you know we can argue eschatology anybody well maybe not everybody because but what i will say is (laughs) that i think that um at least where i'm coming from i believe in the pre-trib rapture and the reason i believe it is because 
I think it's the most literal interpretation of scripture out there. And exactly. I think yeah. I, I, and I think because of Israel, I think a lot of people misinterpret Matthew 24 and other, other passages because they don't understand that there's specific promises to Israel and there's specific mm -hmm. promises to the church. And so I think, mm -hmm. you know, the way that I answer the, the objection about, about, well, you know, going through the tribulation or whatever here's you know here's what i always tell people having written about christian persecution for almost a decade right and and that mm -hmm. is that the christians are going to be persecuted all throughout time they we have been in fact it's actually been reported in uh, some, some of the larger persecution ministries today that christians today all over the world are being more persecuted today than ever yeah. in the history of the That's world right. so, yeah so the yeah. reality Amen. is that just because we're having persecution, it, you know, just, you know, just because we believe in the pre-trib rapture doesn't mean that we're not going to suffer on some level. Um, you know, right. I know as, as silly as it sounds, you know, people will go, oh, well, why don't you stop whining? Because you just had your YouTube channel. That's not persecution. It's actually soft persecution. It's the beginning of it. And there's already people yep. in this country and we have Islamic believers who are implementing Sharia law right here in our own government. Nobody's talking about that exactly. though. And exactly. what yeah. I, what I will say is I think in terms of end times events, pastor JD frog made a really good um, illustration recently on one of his prophecy shows. He said that the rap, the, if you can picture a parade, the rapture is the very first event that happens in the parade. And then you have the tribulation, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the very end of the parade is the return of Christ when we come back with him. And he will wipe out those at Armageddon and we get to watch. <laughs> Amen. That's right. and, and, and I'm, I'm like going, okay, you know what? So if, and, and here's the other thing is, is it, the Bible says that when all of these signs are beginning to take place at once, right? When they're all happening at once. At once. No, yep. right? Yep. Um, yep. So I do think the rapture could happen in our lifetime. I was talking, I'm only yeah. 54. If I live to 90, that's like, you know, that's a couple more years. Hey. Yeah. Yep. So. Amen. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that, you know, my wife and I, we, you know, we just expect it. And we're, you know, I love how you phrase that, that, you know, there are certain things that have to happen. One, I believe the, the signs are lining up right now for the Ezekiel 38 war. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got the Russia-China alliance, and now Iran is, you know, helping Russia. They're sending them drones and stuff like that. You know, so you got this three-prong alliance that meets scripture. and uh, but the last year or so, Israel discovered oil in their land, mm -hmm. and they've already entered a, an agreement to start shipping it to Europe so they don't have to buy oil from Russia. Well, we know Russia is totally dependent on that oil income. So here now, Israel is going to be cutting into their profits, hindering them even more. And uh, I just foresee that you know we're going to have another oil war, like the Gulf War was. Uh, and be about oil, and Russia is going to be more or less backed into the corner, and there's their excuse to come after Israel. Well, Iran's already said they're going to continue to, to support Russia and their war in Ukraine and all that, and who wants to get rid of Israel more than any other nation but Iran? 
Right. So naturally, they would come out. So there you got the one from the north, the one from the south, and the one from the east. I mean, yeah. the, like I said, they're introducing the players right now. They're taking their place on the chalk line. Yeah. Well, so I, I just foresee them. Oh yeah. Well, and you know the thing is this because you you you're paying attention, right? You're and you actually care about Israel. What blows me away? Yeah, I pray for I, Israel every day. Yeah. What what blows me away is is I am amazed at how every single church I've gone to, without exception, even if they believe that Israel is a very important part of the Word of God, there's so little teaching on it. In fact, I don't know if you heard, but. Uh, Barry Leventhal just passed away. Um, and, mm, uh, you know, he, he, yeah, he just passed away. Doc, Dr. Arnold Frickenbach's ministry, Ariel Ministries, just mm. uh, just shared the news. But, you know, he, Barry Leventhal was a Messianic Jew, you know, who mm-hmm. who shared the gospel and one of the redeemed Jews out there. Um, and it, it's like, there's such a lack of understanding of, in in the church that's being taught about Israel, that a lot of people they don't understand because they look at the Bible and they think they just look at it through westernized eyes. And I'm just right, like, right. How do you how do you show so how do true. you how do you how do you show people though that Israel is so vital and important to the whole gospel message? Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's so true. And again, that comes back to the original question, which was these lukewarm church pastors not teaching the full gospel you know i mean how can you talk about the history of the united states without talking about the revolutionary war type thing right, right. i mean the, the israel is so fundamental to the christian faith that how can you not talk about Israel? <laughs> everything we jesus was a jew praise god you know right. i mean that's just yeah yeah I agree. And again, that just goes a sign of the times. You know, right. A lot of pastors, I believe, they're into this replacement theology. Well, you know, right. the church is now all that matters. Eh, wrong answer. Well, if that's the case, the church is pretty darn ineffective, don't you think? I mean, look at... Exactly, yeah. Just look at our government. If If biblical Christians actually voted and put right people in office, we wouldn't be in this mess. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, right. that's... Amen. And I will say, I don't know if you've seen this, we're going to have to wrap this up soon, but I will say, I saw, I've seen a number of articles recently talking about how uh, over half, half people today actually believe we're in the end times, which you would think, you know, is, is really amazing when you think about it. <laughs> so Yeah, but that means half don't. In other words, right. I mean, the end times we've been in the end times for 2000 years right i mean that's why the disciples went out and started spreading the gospel they thought this was the end times i mean it's gonna wrap up here soon you know so i mean we've been in the 2000 in the 2000 year cycle of the end times but you know uh you know remember back oh in the 1970s i can't remember the announcer's name he was uh, uh monday night football with howard cosell and all that uh, but every time the game was already done, uh, you know, when, when maybe there's a minute left and the team that was behind was driving down and they fumbled the ball and the other team recovered it and that was going to be it because all they had to do now was kneel down. He starts singing, you know, turn out the lights, the party's over. You know, <laughs> and I, I think, 
you know, that verse is about to be sung here uh, yeah. right now. So, I mean, it, in my, and like, and it could be, you know, it could be one year, it could be 10 years. I have no clue, but I know that I'm ready for it. And whether it's, you know, Jesus says, okay, Bob, your turn, come on home and I'm done. Or if there's suddenly this bright flash of light and then it's done, <laughs> I have no clue. But well, uh, I will but, tell you, know, you we're, we're living in the end times. Oh yeah. And I, and I will tell you that we have um, next month, I, um, next month hitting theaters and at the end of January is the latest left behind movie and the left behind movie mm. um is it's all about it's i can't remember the exact name but i think it's the rise of the antichrist um mm. and, and i will tell you in the 17 years i've done media they i have never had to sign a non-disclosure agreement to get a review link of a movie i had really? to, i wow. had to for that movie um, so I actually have an opportunity to see this movie, but I, I find it uh, before it goes into theaters, but I, I find that interesting because, you know, research has suggested that, that movies are one of the number one purveyors of values in the, in a mm -hmm. culture. So, you yep. know, this, this movie is going to be coming out at the end of January, probably in about a month or so. And, mm -hmm. um, it's it's gonna hit it's gonna hit America right and yeah. and so it will be very interesting to see what happens after that and how I and like like I said I haven't seen the movie yet I have a link for it they they've given me access to it um, I'll probably watch it this weekend but you know we are very very close and I'm I just have a burden to make sure people don't grow weary you know i mean it's easy to get knocked exactly down, yeah. that's why we need each other right bob amen that's a, that, absolutely true you know you're talking about movies uh i just interviewed pastor joe schimmel uh, from california and he has put together several <laughs> yeah. outstanding videos i mean you know uh, it was you know they sold their soul for rock and roll and just explained how uh you know all these musicians boldly proclaim they sold their soul for their fame and fortune you know and, and he's got them on video and he put it all together well his website is good fight ministries but he just released a new video about a month ago called dr strange alistair crowley and the multiverse of satanism and it's all about marvel and dc comics the characters you know that everyone loves the avengers and all this stuff this is totally satanic Believe it or not, all their characters and stuff, and he goes into detail in this video, and it's amazing. So, I mean, that you know, you talk about these movies that are coming out. There are Christians who are proclaiming the gospel through the the videos and the movies and all that, but for whatever reason, it seems like other Christians don't really want to support them. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing to me how lackadaisical the majority of christians are right now in the united states you know they well, will just go along to get along and to each his own and you know it doesn't as long as it doesn't bother me i'm good with it you know <laughs> well, so you far know, from the truth i'm laughing because you would not believe the number of grandmothers that have talked to me and told me you know what i believe in what you're doing i think it's great 
Um, but I don't have time and I'm not going to worry about it. And Bob, you know, honestly, I, I, I struggle with this because look, I'm a barren woman. I don't have kids. Why the hell should I care? You know, mm -hmm. if the rapture happens, I can just go about eating my bonbons and living my life, reading my Bible, getting fat spiritually <laughs> and not care. Right. But, Amen. but the, the reality is, is that I have friends who have grandchildren. I have friends that have children and that generation if these kids are not saved and protected, which is the enemy's goal is mm -hmm. to wipe them out. That's what this whole transgender mm -hmm. thing is about. Yeah. About wiping out. Exactly. Kids. Yeah. It's about sterilizing people and it's about reducing the world's population, which I know people are like, oh, that's mm -hmm. such a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. It's all over the internet. Bill Gates and all these other people, you yeah. know. And you know what I find interesting and then yeah. I have to ramp this up because I'm you know me, I could go on for a while. But what I, you know what I find fascinating is that all of these people who have pushed the vaccine, they're all still living, but there's so many other people who keep dying suddenly. And I've, I've known a couple yeah. of them have just dropped dead, but none of these people have. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if they faked it, if they put in like saline or something to make it look like they took it or what? I don't know. You have any thoughts on that? Yeah. No, uh, like I said the. Let's put it like this: the virus was a manufactured virus. The vaccine was a manufactured China. vaccine. China, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, normally an antibiotic or something like that, you know, a vaccine is taken from the actual uh, disease, right? And that's what builds up your immunity but no not with covid you know and uh and you proved that because all of a sudden you had all these variants popping up that the vaccine wasn't effective on now we got to get another vaccine and then another vaccine and then another vaccine and, and i said back when this thing first when they first announced okay we're relaxing the standards now it's summertime of 2021 i said you watch they're gonna start saying we need to get an annual vaccine for this and sure enough, what did they come out with this year? Well, you know, go get your, they call it a, a booster or right. like that. You know, your, your booster shot and your flu shot all at the same time. Yep. I don't get either. Yeah. <laughs> I never get the flu shot. But you are in the yeah, military. I, when I get a, if I got, yeah, I had to get flu shots. And every time I got a flu shot, I got the flu. Can't yeah. figure it out. But, the, hmm. but that was because I was getting the virus. Right. So I got sick for a day or two, you know, but uh, it, it's, you know, th this is a uh, lack of a better term, a manufactured virus with manufactured results with manufactured cures. Just, I still say it was just to prepare people to obey the mm -hmm. government mandates. Have you? you know, because you, that's what they have to get us to. Are you familiar with, um, uh, Pastor Billy Crone. I'm familiar with him, yeah. Okay, so he has the series uh, uh, that he did on the seduction of uh, the me the the seduction of Christianity. I can't remember the exact title of his series, but anyway, one of the things in there he pulls from an old movie, which I can't remember the name of that either. Um, but in the movie, there's this guy going around. He, he's wearing glasses and he can see the word obey on all the marquees and all these other things. He opens up mm. a magazine and it's 
obey, obey, obey. Um, and it, it really just shows you how um, the subliminal messages that are out there in the yeah. media and all this, it really, it really is. I mean, we are really, we've, we've really been a part of that. And, and I think people, and, and I'll wind up here, I think, you know, what I want to encourage people, um, and I know you do too, is that it is so important right now to start getting the word of God, memorizing it and hiding it in your heart. Yeah. You know, I've been telling people for years that they need to memorize the word of God and they need to keep paper versions of God's word because they're going to go and delete it off the internet. If they can wipe out yep, my channel exactly. with a click of a button, then they're yep, going to wipe exactly out. Right. Yep. The, then they're already doing it in China. Yeah, they've, already, exactly. they've already done it. Yeah. So what's your uh, final word of exhortation yeah. to the people? I every year I just received my new version in now. Every year I order a new version of the Bible, mm -hmm. uh, not a new version, but a different version of the Bible. And uh, one is for references. Mm -hmm. Two, you know, sometimes they interpret words a little bit differently, and and some you know focus more on the Greek, some more on the Hebrew, etc. But I've got twenty five, twenty six different versions of the Bible. Right. And I read it through every year. I read the Bible through every year. Uh, when I first got born again and, and got called to minister, I read it through three times a year for basically the first 10 years. Uh, nice. But the thing is, if they do away, you know, oh, there'll be no more Bible references on the Internet because it's offensive to some people. Click. They're gone. Those websites are done. Like you said, one click and that's it. Well, you know, I've got all sorts of Bibles here that I can start passing out to friends and, and stuff like that. And, you know, one of the things I do on my Sunday morning broadcast, I tell people, you know, when I pray for them, I say, now, if, you know, if you don't have a Bible and you'd like one, email me, brotherbob at ftfm.org, and I will send you your own Bible postpaid because I want to get the Word of God into your hand. You know, and I've had a few people take me up on that. You know, continental United States only, I won't ship it overseas because, you know, that gets it. But, uh, yes. but, you know, the, I'm part of the Maryland Bible Society. They pass out free Bibles all over the place and different countries as well and stuff. Because I'm all about getting the word into people's hands in a physical nature for that exact same reason you just said. You know, they have to have their own copy. And as I've, I've been stacking them up for when the day comes, if I have to start passing them out, I can, you know. Uh, well, and I, but, I will uh, tell you. Yeah. My husband and I have been members of the Gideons International for close to 20 years. Mm -hmm. Randall was a Gideon for mm -hmm. about 17 years. And I will tell you that even here in Tennessee, they have made it more difficult for the Gideons to get out and do their work. And, yeah. And the yeah. and here's the thing. The national headquarters of the Gideons is here in Tennessee. It's in Nashville. So, yeah. yeah. You know, we saw this coming down not too long ago that, you know, even trying to get the Bible into the hands of people, even in the Bible belt can be difficult. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. And Amen. there you go. And, and it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse before it gets better. Because yep. when it gets better, it's too late for those that let it get worse. All right. Well, what's your final word to our people, people? <laughs> Tell them your website and stuff again. One, one, if you're not born again, you need to be. Two, if you are born again, it's time to make a decision 
on whom you serve, man or God. God won't let you down. Man will stab you in the back first time they get a chance. You know, it, it's a lot easier to say this is the stand I'm taking no matter what. And then, you know, if all hell comes against you, like, you know, Stacy's learned about YouTube and all that, you just say, God, I'm turning it over to you. What's next? You know, and God will open a door. When one door shuts, another door opens. Praise God. But if you're wishy-washy, well, you know, I know God wants me to go over here, but, I'll, you know, if I do that, people are going to talk, so I'll just stay over here in my little corner. You're going to answer for that. So God has people crossing paths with each other every single day. Now, here's an example before I, I close out. Okay. Yesterday, I found a $5 bill blowing in the leaves. I was out raking up some leaves, and, and there was a $5 bill, the leaves outside of our fence. Put it in my pocket. When I got done, I went down to the store, and there's one of these homeless guys standing there. I said, you know what? I gave me $5. I'm going to give it to you. And prayed for because I don't give a, I don't give, you know, say, hey, buddy, you got a dollar? Sure, if I can pray for you. <laughs> And then I'll give them two, you know, but, uh, but you know, I, I don't do that unless I get to pray. And, uh, but, you know, here I was and Lord put it on my heart. Give that guy a $5. In other words, God had that $5 laying there. Yeah, it blessed me. Oh, wow. Cool. $5 raking leaves. This is good. I like this. But then 30 minutes later, I knew the purpose for it. Mm. Uh, so that's why I say God will have people cross paths. If you look at... The handiwork of God is as a tapestry, right? right? Every one of those threads represents something. And if you want to look at it like this, every thread is a person. Some are, you know, white. There's no background in it. You can't see any purpose in it at all. But if you remove that thread, it's going to go away. It won't hold together. It'll become unraveled. Yep. So you have to look at yourself as a thread. You may be a red thread, a blue thread, a green thread, and providing color to it. Or you could just be one that is there to continue the flow, to keep it going. But that's my final thoughts on that. If you want more information on, on our ministry, go to podcastersforchrist.com. That's F-O-R, podcastersforchrist.com. And as she mentioned in the beginning, all of our stuff is right there. The Kingdom Crossroads podcast, how you can become a guest on that. Uh, if, you need, if you're looking at starting your own podcast, we have a link there for our podcast training programs. Uh, if you want to, if you have a program, you want to go on the radio, contact evangelismradio.com. That link is there. Or if you want to listen to the radio, Christian Radio, 24-7 a day, ever since 2009, it's going right now. Uh, you can click that link there. And, and faithcasters.net is an up-and-coming uh, networking platform for Christian podcasters. Nice. That's, that's all I've got. All right. Well, hey, it was a blessing to have you on our show, and I'm sure we'll be talking again um and everybody hey, you know everybody look you know who we are right i don't hide who i am which sees what you get exactly <laughs> yep, so exactly. Actually, actually i'm just gonna ask you keep us in prayer go over to hearttug.org get on our email list if you want and um i have some some news coming up in in a future show but you know stay tuned don't forget also you can follow us on rumble uh all that info will be on our website so just go over there hearttug.org and as I always say, be bold, stand up, and go with God, people, because he... <laughs>